Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. Hello and welcome to Legally Sound Smart Business. I'm Nasser Pasha. And I'm Matt Staub, two attorneys here with Pasha Law, uh, practicing in California, Illinois, New York, and Texas. Yep. Welcome to the podcast where we cover business in the news with our legal twist. And today we are discussing some of the do's and don'ts of celebrity endorsements and yeah. what to be aware of and when using their likeness and recent gaffes in the, in the year 2016 of these instances. Yeah, so I mean, I guess when people listen to this, it'll be 2017, unless they've hacked into both of our computers and pulled the audio files for whatever reason. But Or if they're listening, they could be listening in 2018 too. So. Yeah, that's true. If podcasts are still around. Yeah. <laughs> Only for two years. So let's take a uh, long trip back to 2016 here, which it'll be a couple of days at this point. But <laughs> I think it's, especially this past week in particular, it's been going around how 2016 was the year of of falling stars, all these high-profile celebrities have passed away. Passed away in 2016. You know, recently we have Carrie Fisher, and this is, I guess, the the timing of this too is pretty interesting. With that new, I, I don't know if you're, I can't remember if you're a Star Wars person or not. Yeah, I'm a Star Wars with uh, the new uh, Star Wars Force Awakens, Rogue One. Yeah, or not? Yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge, huge Star Wars fan. <laughs> As you can tell. <laughs> no, uh, actually, I, I I did hear it was good, but God, sorry. Understandable. So, yeah, with all these big, big time, big name celebrities passing away, we, we had Carrie Fisher. The reason I mentioned that is that happened. She was Princess Leia in the, in, well, I want to say the original Star Wars movies, but it depends how you define that, I suppose. Original episodes four, five, and six. Yeah. And she was also in Force Awakens. Yeah. So I guess, you know, you kind of alluded to this, but it's, it hasn't become an uncommon thing for a brand or a company to pay a little tribute to these these fallen celebrities obviously you know tweeting out a message or posting something on facebook you know referencing these these different individuals has become pretty common so what cinnabon did and it was very quick you had to be a, you know very quick on the trigger to to see this because i think they deleted it soon thereafter but they they issue, and we'll, we'll link the photo so people can see but they put a photo up it's kind of a how would you describe it like a to make almost like a painting one of those like almost sand pieces or yeah in this case cinnamon yeah. art pieces cinnamon art pieces yeah drawn with cinnamon it looked like but basically a kind of an outline of of carrie fisher except in you know anyone who's seen star wars the instead of the the hair buns on the side of her the side of her head it was a cinnabon it looks kind of weird it, when you first told me about this it wasn't what i was envisioning but you know, so they have this and this says, R.I.P. Carrie Fisher, you'll always have the best buns in the galaxy. And that was the tweet. And <laughs> <laughs> it's so tasteless. And I was trying to figure out what, if other people had different opinions about this. I know, I know maybe some people, their humor is, is different. And it's not that it's not, it's, it's not meant to be funny, obviously. It's meant to be a tribute. And I'm sure the intention comes into play. But I don't know. It just it seems really weird, right? Yeah, I think intent is the key word that's going to kind of run throughout this. It's, you know, what was the intent behind this? I think they, it does seem like they were trying to pay some sort of tribute, but yeah, they, uh, the approach was not executed that well. I mean, I, the whole the whole thing wasn't executed that well, but the approach was just not great. And, you know, it's, I think it got more flack than, than positive feedback. And there were some people that said, you know, she, 
She had a pretty good sense of humor. I think this is something she would like. Again, I don't think it was supposed to be a joke, really. But, you know, circling back around to what I was just saying about intent is what was the intent behind this? Because if the intent was some sort of commercial gain or or other, you know, profiting off of Carrie Fisher's likeness, all these key words we're saying out here, it's, it's something that they could be legally responsible for. Yeah, well, I, I think it's weird. And we can get some other examples, but I always, I just think it's weird. If you have some kind of tribute where somehow your product is involved, it kind of lessens the, the impact or the, the, the motivation behind it. And mm-hmm. a good example was also, was it this year too? David Bowie passed away, right? Yeah. Was that this year? And Prince. Crazy, right? Yeah. So, and you know, by the way, I did look to see, I was like, is it just that because it's top of mind that these celebrities are dying that maybe... 2015 is could have been just as bad but I, if you look at the list of 2015 yeah a lot of celebrities died but as far as the notability i i didn't even know half the list barely knew half the list on that but anyway that's a digression <laughs> so for david bowie crocs you know the shoes which they have their own issues as far as the viability of that brand <laughs> no offense to anyone that wears them they had on i think the during his death as a tribute they had a picture of a croc a shoe and yeah. kind of big and then had that David Bowie's that iconic lightning bolt logo across it. And it's like, okay, if if you just had the lightning bolt and that's it, I get it. Yeah. But by putting your <laughs> putting your shoe right behind it, I I don't I don't think he was some kind of sponsor of Crocs. No. So and that's kind of what the implication is, is somehow they have some kind of connection to David Bowie, you know? Yeah, we you know we we both kind of criticized uh, Cinnabon here, but the two examples, other examples we're going to give right here were, were way worse. I mean, there's no, the the Crocs thing makes no sense to me unless I'm just missing something. Yeah. And then I mentioned Prince too. They had a thing just saying rest in peace and the, the I was Cheerio and it was sponsored by Cheerios. I don't get, I mean, am I missing something there too? Maybe I'm just missing the, I don't really get it. Yeah. I mean, it's a little more, it's a, it's a little, granted, it's a little more subtle. Yeah. Okay. So like, it's, so like if, if we're going on the tasteless scale, it's, it's, it's less tasteless than the Crocs example. But again, it's like, you're already presenting it from, I, I assume your social media account. So we know it's coming from Cheerio, but if you just had an image of Prince or his logo just saying rest in peace, yeah. well, that, it just seems much more, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's an example that maybe you can make an argument because it's just so subtle, right? Yeah, but it, the, you know, and, the, and we'll have to link all these so people can see for themselves, but the Cheerios one just struck me as weird is why don't you just have, it is subtle, but you know, why don't you just say rest in peace and, and move on from it. You don't want to insert your own Cheerio. I mean, I get what they were, I think I get what they were trying to do, but it just, it just comes off weird. I mean, the, like I said, the cinnamon makes more sense, really, when you look at the, all three of these. Well, here's the bottom line is that when, when celebrities die, there are people that are going to take advantage of it. And frankly, just to be honest, I mean, we, we covered when Prince passed away, there was an issue regarding intellectual property of his, and, and we covered Prince and, and our... And a part of our cover logo or cover image was an image of Prince. And, but that's it. I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, we're tasteless because I would never say that. But in the same sense, it's like, it's a, it's a common thing. So now where's the line to where you're using someone's likeness or publicity to commercial gain and even making implication that somehow there's an affiliation, you know, here we're, we're, we're actually talking about some relevant news, but if, if we put, you know, 
our law firm logo, Pasha Law and Prince, right next to it, next to each other, and it's like, hey, rest in peace, and you know, come to our law firm and and give us legal services. It, it's a little weird, right? And correct me if I'm wrong. I, I thought the seminal case on this whole kind of thing was with Vanna White. It was a long time ago with, with Samsung, I believe. I just remember learning about that in, in law school. Oh, wow. But I'm not aware of it. But you you get to the the legal point of view is that there's okay. So there's there's intellectual property, and intellectual property uses usually people talk about copyright, patents, or trademarks. But when it comes to the use of someone's image or likeness, this is a little bit more convoluted because it's it's a, it's a newer kind of thing, right? In the sense that a lot of people compare publicity rights to trademark rights, but it's but they're not the same. You know, trademarks are have to do with some kind of has to be like a collection of words or some kind of description of either a combination of words or a symbol. Mm-hmm. Like for example, Prince has his symbol of his logo. Yeah. But when you're actually using someone's image and someone's name, that's a little bit different. It doesn't really fall into the trademark area. And so that's why now you have cases in common law and every state's different. There's actually no federal law that talks about using someone's image or publicity. It's based upon state versus state by state. Yeah, unless, I guess, unless it could fall under copyright. Yeah. I mean, that's, we're not, what we're talking about here is not that, but you know, if it or was. Or trademark and, but, yeah. but usually it's hard to kind of fall into that role. Right. Like if you, like in the Prince situation where if you used his logo, which is definitely trademarked and somehow affiliated or associated with your product upon his death and it was, it created some kind of likelihood of confusion, then be a trademark infringement. Mm-hmm. But if you have Prince as a person in his image, which, you know, your image can't be trademarked in, in that fashion unless it's part of your logo somehow. So, yeah, like you said, we're, we're mostly doing here with Rita publicity rights. And I think I mentioned the Vanna White case, but there was the one with Kim Kardashian a few years back where she sued, well, sued the Gap company that owns Old Navy, but basically a model who looked a lot like Kim Kardashian. I, I think it was pretty clear that you know, they're trying to kind of copy that. This was, this was in the height of her. I think she's known for being a lookalike already, this particular actress. But yeah, it's kind of the, in the height of her popularity. And she filed a lawsuit. There's common law right of publicity. There is a statutory right in California and then violations of the Lingham Act as well. We'll dive into these a little bit. Like you said, this is, it's going to be, this is, this lawsuit was in California. It is, it is a state law analysis but you know generally speaking you know california is going to protect its its celebrities pretty heavily or at least try to so yeah and some like for example some states when it comes to bringing up you know violation of this common law right of publicity some states require you to be a celebrity some some doesn't really matter if they're using your image some some say that you have to have some kind of commercial value to it in the sense that if someone just takes a photo of you and uses it and you've never put yourself in the commercial sphere to like sell, you know, your your image to be associated with another commercial product, then you may not have a right. So it's very state by state specific. But mm-hmm. this case with Kardashian was interesting because apparently, according to her, she wasn't too keen on bringing in the lawsuit. But because she had a contract, she had this whole line apparently with Sears. I don't know if she still does. And a whole line of, of clothing or, or such apparel and 
because she had this contract with Sears and this other Old Navy ad, basically, you, you can look it up at Google that we can link it to. It's just basically someone that looked like Kardashian. I, when I watched the video, I didn't really see it, but apparently it was obvious to some that this was kind of a play, play on Kardashian. But Sears, I think what she explained was Sears kind of pressured her or, or maybe it was by contract to actually enforce these intellectual property rights because then if you allow Old Navy to do that, then it diminishes the value that the Kardashian brand gives to Sears with having their own apparel line. In, I, do you remember the ads? I don't know if you... I watched it yesterday, okay. the, the actual ad. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to bring it up. It was, first of all, it's a bad ad. It's just weird, I think. It has this weird music in the background. Did you watch it or no? It, no, I, I haven't watched it recently. I, I, I do remember it from before when we brought it up, but it's, it's, it's all kind of fall into the same thing of, I mean, I guess maybe you and I are just different than we don't see, we don't make the connection between, you know, an individual like a celebrity and and this company that's trying to use their, their likeness and, you know, we're going to go out and buy their product as a result. But I guess that's obviously enough people do that. She does bring the lawsuit. Cause I mean, basically it's, you kind of hit it discussed already, but it boiled down to this is that, you know, she basically said that she is a valuable commercial asset or her, you know, her likeness, name, likeness, identity, persona are of a valuable commercial asset. And because that the old Navy was, you know, trying to replicate that or you know, symbolizing her that as a result, they're profiting off of it and she should be compensated for their doing of that. And, and this is, and again, this is all based upon the statutory and common law right that California has plenty of law in because of the celebrities that reside in that state. But other states are, their law in this area is underdeveloped. And so it you know, begs the question as to, you know, if you are a local merchant and, you know, kind of doing your own thing in some other state that you involve some other celebrity and use their likeness, the the viability of a lawsuit that may occur in California or some other state that you're not locate, located in and what law applies, this, this all becomes kind of a you know, from a lawyer's perspective, an interesting, <laughs> interesting issue. Yeah, I think our general advice is just don't, don't do this because you and I just don't really seem to see the point of this sort of advertising. But I mean, you know, if you are going to go that route, it, it boils down to some things. And, you know, I, we, I mentioned intent earlier. It's, you know, whether you, whether you know or knowingly or intentionally doing, you know, using this celebrity or someone's likeness. The commerciability or the commercial nature of the use is usually a, a heavy factor in pretty much every state. Yeah. And so, like you said, the lack of consent and the actual intention, because maybe you use an image or you don't, you don't intend it to be, have anything, to, any kind of sponsorship, but if you're using it as a, you know, as a tribute versus okay, hey, I'm going to put my product next to it and make the implication that, hey, Prince likes Crocs, or I should say David Bowie likes Crocs, so you should like Crocs too, mm-hmm. which is how sponsorships work, then that has a much more commercial nature to it versus, you know, like I was trying to think, like, what should they have done? Like if Cinnabon would have posted, oh, here's everyone dressed up as Princess Leia today at the office in tribute, or yeah. and here's a picture of them, you know, that or or just a picture of Princess Leia you know, assuming that they have the copyright image, or you know, they have ownership over that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that seems much more of a tribute and less of a commercial nature versus, you know, here's my product and logo next to the person. Yeah, I mean, that that'd be one way to approach it. And just real quick, I mean, we 
we mentioned this, there's some states do have statutes and there's a common law cause as well. And in California, there's both really the, the common law right is, is a little bit broader. It deals more with identity yeah. than, you know, name or likeness. Also, I mean, there is, it's an appropriation of plaintiff's name or likeness to the defendant's advantage, advantage commercially or otherwise. So it's pretty broad. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, you do have, there has to be some injury as well. Some, uh, and, and I think that's the key, like the, the injury part is a tough one. And that's why, you know, when Kim Kardashian brings its lawsuit, her lawsuit, she had to talk about how she's developed, you know, she's this famous star and, you know, and she's developed a brand with Sears. She's been on QVC. And so her, her brand and her image has some value to it. And so when someone uses her image or when she alleges that, then it diminishes her value and that's a damage. Where if it's someone like, yeah. you know, you and me, well, maybe you more than me, <laughs> <laughs> the damage is not, is not as tangible and it becomes a much more difficult thing to prove. Yeah, and I, I think it's a fair point for her, to, for her any celebrity to make, especially her, like we were saying before, that was kind of the height of you know, her popularity. So it's, I, I think that's, you know, I, I disagree with most things that she does, but I, this one I'll have to agree with. <laughs> So one, one quick thing, an interesting thing about the Carrie Fisher with Cinnabon, I, I guess with David Bowie and Prince too. So, so California actually has said there's a common law right and also a statute. It also has a statute for- For death, right? Deceased, yeah, for, for celebrities or for individuals that are, have passed away too. Basically the, the right can get handed down to, and it, it makes sense, right? I mean, the, the right can get handed down to- I, I guess it's, it is a little weird. I mean, they, they literally are making it a- intellectual property that you can transfer and it only lasts for 70 years but it's the same thing like it, you know copyright for example used to be limited to the death of the author plus 50 or 75 years and then they increased that then they changed the you know changed how that works it's it's kind of a similar idea mm-hmm. and so the state statute is for you know the right lasts for 70 years after death and and is transferable just like any other intellectual property you know you can assign it you can license it you can do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some registration things, at least in California as well, possibly, depending on the situation. But And does it say who it goes to? I assume it goes to the heirs or that right? Or? There is a uh, breakdown in the actual statute itself of, of who it would go. It's kind of, it's sort of, it's similar to test eight. Okay. Unless, so unless it's, there's actual will. And test eight just means there's, there's no will. Yeah. You can hand it down in a trust or, or will as well, something like that. So it's pretty interesting, but you know, it's, I, I, the reason I think it's, it's fair is because, you know, you can't just because somebody passes away, right, you don't want businesses or other people profiting off of, yeah. off of the deceased. So you, know, you can even make the argument it's worse just because it's the deceased person. They don't have any control over it. <laughs> That's right. And before we go, I, so for, I, I don't want to, you know, leave everyone with the message that, okay, if someone passes away, then you should be scared about tweeting about them because this aspect of the use of someone's likeness also part and parcel to First Amendment rights too, right? So the same kind of trademark and copyright exceptions apply, you know, like fair use. So like if if we as a podcast are talking about as a news story about Carrie Fisher, us putting Carrie Fisher on our image or prints or whoever is not a violation of their publicity or their their likeness. At least that's what I'm going to argue in court when they sue us. <laughs> and so when you tweet about it or or put on your Facebook post as a business, you know, putting tribute, you know, I, I you know, it's it's not like 
automatic violation. Yeah, it's exactly. I mean, you, you can still, it's like you're prohibited from talking or from posting anything about them, but you know, it's, it's more so, I think the way I kind of look at it is, you know, are you trying to make some sort of connection between that individual's, you know, name likeness, et cetera, and your company or brand? If you're trying to connect the two when there's no connection, when, there, when there's been no previous sort of business connection, then you might have a problem. So like, for example, if when Michael Jordan eventually passes away, Nike, well, assuming, assuming other things don't happen, you know, Nike's <laughs> going to post something about it. You know, saying because yeah. he kind of made Nike and blah blah, blah and that should be fine, or and vice versa too. Yeah. Nike pretty much made Michael Jordan yeah. a great player. <laughs> yeah, definitely. According to the commercials, right? The pumps. Uh, what was that? Yeah, I think that is right. That was Nike, right? The point I'm trying to say is, you know, if there's for the, like the Crocs of David Bowie and the Cheerio and Cinnabon, all these things, like as far as I know, there was no previous relationship between those individuals and those companies slash brands so that's where you you know can kind of get into trouble there's there's ways of going about paying a tribute that you know is, is look at the motive behind it if if none of the motive is trying to raise the awareness of your brand or, or profit or do any sort of commercial gain then you should be generally speaking pretty safe yeah it's a good it's a good guideline i mean it's not perfect but you know, because like like we've discussed many times before, if you know people can sue you for whatever, and there there is a viable theory just because of how broad that that California statute can be, yeah, with the use of image, yeah, and like we we were saying, it's a lot of celebrities in California, so it makes sense. All right, so I mean, this year we're we're only a few days away for the year end year ending, and hopefully we're not gonna have any we're we're not gonna have to update this podcast <laughs> with any more recent deaths. Yeah, I think we have a couple, you know, a few days to, should be okay. I think we're pretty safe, but who knows? Okay, guarantee from Matt Staub. <laughs> we're safe. No guarantee, but fingers crossed. Very good. All right, well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Yep. Keep us sound, keep us smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Staub. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.